0: Atheism Kills, did you not? I did. Okay, so that's true. Here, I'll be like a Democrat. (laughs) So you did write a book called Atheism Kills. Uh, Okay. Yes. So uh, I had this interesting experience a couple days ago. Um, One of the things that uh, was raised as an issue for me after reading this book, Atheism Kills, was the idea that atheism is prevalent in many cases with people because they don't believe in God, because they don't see him. But I had this really weird experience the other day. I was saying to myself, "What if people saw God?" And I thought, "Well, wait a minute. At the times in like the Bible where people saw God, it's generally not turned out to be um, a non-traumatic event, and maybe that's not a very good thing. What do you think of that?"
1: Well, and... I, I love it. I think it's I think it's spot on. You have, you know, they. The, I, I think. And Maimonides said this very well, that we have enough information uh, through everywhere around us to prove to us time and time again that, that God is real, that there is a God and that, that God is just. Um, and we choose to ignore it. It's like your uh, comment about Sam Kinnison: that the ugly truth about driving under the influence of alcohol is that 99% of the time, most alcoholics drive home without incident. That's, that doesn't make it right, right? So the fact that we ignore God does not make it right either. We, we enjoy the benefits of all, of all God's mercies and bounties, but to not recognize it is, is a real loss for everyone involved. You, you never want to be at a point, like you just said, where you discover God because it's usually at a very traumatic moment such as Sodom and Gomorrah, the flood, or otherwise, right? Yeah. I mean, these, these things are not good,
0: right? So, Time to Noah, The rain's not stopping. I guess there is
1: God. Right, and the ten plagues and so on. <laughs> yeah. Like, or, or when you're the Egyptian chariot, you know, like all the, the, the water tumbles upon you. And, and, and you end up saying, yeah, you, you never want to be able to say, oh, I guess there is a God. <laughs> I guess those guys were right after all. Um, so that, that, that is not a place you want to be. And yet, uh, most atheists, you know, if they're intellectually honest, if they are, they will say, look, I'd rather believe that there's a God and there's an afterlife and that there's justice somehow after we part from the earth. They will say that. They should say that. Most of them don't. Uh, they'll just insist, well, there's no God. There's no God. Let's, let's not play fantasy games, Barack. That's what they'll say. But... At the end of the day, they, they they live lives without purpose, and it's one of the things that atheism kills. Uh, it, it's it's pur- purpose. I have many friends who now have kids, and they they are atheists. These these parents and the kids have been are now anywhere between I don't know fifteen and thirty five. Let's say. And that parents seem to have a very common complaint, having raised their kids as atheists. My child seems to have no purpose. My child is aimless. I wish he would just get a job. Uh, Or if he does have a job, like he's going nowhere in his life. Um, He's with a girlfriend. She's with a boyfriend that is just bad for them. They just, they don't seem to know what they want. They're on depression medication. They're... You know, wandering, aimless And then they wonder why That's the thing that to me, it always gets me, Ari They wonder why You've given them no northern star In their lives And you wonder why their ship Is just going around aimlessly around the ocean You have to have a north star And that's the problem I say three things to raise a child well And look, our children are are not yet grown up, so the jury's still out, so to speak, as to whether I'm raising them right, my wife and I. But there are three things. One is, I say, and the third one is going to be the most important. You know, say no judiciously. uh, Sorry, uh, frequently, uh, a lot. Um, Tell them when they're doing something right. catch, Catch them when they're doing something right. It's a nice phrase. And then finally, the most important one is, have a God-centered family. If you have those three things, especially the last, your children will have a sense of orientation in their lives. They will have that northern star. And it's a wonderful thing. That's where people just get lost. So I hope I'm asking your question right. I think I am. But in this, and maybe we could talk a little bit about the recent shootings in Dayton and in Texas, oh, I got, I got that
0: covered. That's a, next on my list. Right. Between you and me, I don't have
1: a list, but that's <laughs> on my list. And your mental yeah,
0: list. Actually, let's jump to that right now, okay. because it, as our audience, being the informed, <laughs> billion people they are, yep. uh, know there have been a few shootings recently blamed on our president. Interestingly enough, committed by people who seem to support alternatives politically to the president. Right. And uh, pontificating about this, it's, it's you you have to be a complete idiot to be able to miss that we're living in a society that has commoditized abortion, told people, human beings, through the commoditizing of abortion are essentially worthless, told people, both young and old, that nothing matters because the world's going to burn to a crisp in anywhere from two weeks to seven years, depending on which candidate you're listening to de jour. Uh-huh. And at the same time, uh, divorcing them from the notion that God exists so that right. they have you no know. accountability. Right. And then we wonder why people who are aimless, like you said before, shoot people. Right.
1: They Not, not only that, but I, I think you brought the abortion thing, right? Yes. So you have a, you know, life doesn't matter until it's out of the womb, so to speak. course, right. it's just of course. a
0: choice before. Yeah. Right. So and that, then that, we expect it not to be a choice after.
1: Right. Uh, and then they talk about, how uh there's too many people on the planet right uh that having children is selfish and that um we all ought to think about whether or not humans should even be on the planet in the first place that's called the uh antinatalism movement it's really weird but there it is um and then there's are surprise that people adopt this attitude of you know I'm going to shoot up a lot of people no doubt they You know, some of these crazies in their crazy logic, mind you, are thinking to themselves, well, that's 10 fewer people that are contributing to carbon emission.
0: Right. Those are 10 fewer people who are going to eat meat and drive SUVs. Right. There you go. And buy plastic uh, oriented stuff. Right. That will just wind up in the oceans anyway.
1: How can they believe in the sanctity of life, these people? Or for that matter, I think people on the far left. and Again, not every far left is going to do these massive killings, of course. So I'll just say to the far left, generally speaking, how do they believe in the sanctity of life when they feel that human existence itself is a blight on the planet? Exactly. Isn't that a, a contradiction? How do, you, how do you square that circle? Yeah.
0: And then how do you tell... Uh, it, and this is a tone of the debates how do you square the circle that you have this political party and your our listeners will know which one I'm talking about that is constantly demonizing the other political party and its voters as essentially subhuman and you don't expect one of your followers to take some action to eliminate one of these subhumans right
1: why, why would it be I mean if, if you okay that's a good point. Vis-a-vis the logical possibility that one of your party faithful would do one of these mass shootings, who is more likely? Which party is espousing ideologies? That it's more likely to lead to a mass shooting.
0: Right. The one praying for the unborn to not be slaughtered in the womb. Right. Or the one saying, human beings are killing the earth right. and it'll burn up in seven years.
1: Right. Yeah. Which one? Yeah. And that there is no God.
0: And that there's no God. Right.
1: So, I mean, really? I mean, do we have to play this game? So it's, but, so, obvious it's so obvious, it's almost below.
0: Us to even discuss, <laughs> but we only have to discuss it because their party adherents are shooting and killing people. And these last three—Garlic Festival, Dayton, and uh, El Paso—aren't the only ones. Steve Scalise was shot and, and you know and, and maimed by a Bernie Sanders adherent. The, the the this guy was listening to AOC. Excuse me, I call her now Snooky Cortez. Call the ICE detention camps concentration camps. Uh, or ICE detention centers facilities were were concentration camps, and he, he goes with a gun and tries to murder ICE agents.
1: Yeah, of course. You, you know, and they're it's, and they're so surprised.
0: It, it's never it, or, it, it it yeah. I will say this: it's never an anti-abortion lunatic, you know, Christian fundamentalist loon going to a Planned Parenthood clinic and killing doctors. Right. When that happened, when those abortion clinic bombings happened. It was a clearly unstable person doing it. It isn't a actual religious person. It's a complete contradiction to say someone who believes in the sanctity of the life in the womb would not respect the sanctity of the life out of the womb. Right. But for those who don't respect life in the womb, of course they don't respect life out of the womb.
1: Right. Right. They. They also. I mean, here's other things. They're in terms of attitude. Right. They've gutted all sense of any religion. Right, because religion is silly. Uh, now we have, I, I think the majority of Americans are now nuns, N-O-N-E-S. That meaning that they don't, they don't believe or they don't affiliate whatsoever with any religion. That doesn't necessarily mean that they're atheists, by the way. It just means that they have no affiliation to any faith whatsoever. They may be agnostic, for example.
0: Yeah, no established scripture. Spiritual. At most, they say but, they're spiritual. They do yoga, there you soul go. cycle. There you
1: go. Um, so they, they've got that. Uh, they've got what it means to be a man, right? I mean, we know this now. It, yeah. It's being a man is itself toxic. So you're you're just bad for existing. Well, with your mansplaining and your man spreading and your your toxic masculinity. Um they've gutted any si- sense of any pride in your country. Um you've said that life isn't meaningful till it's born, like we said. You you talk about um You know, do anything you can in order to to achieve the ultimate goal, whether so, for example, if you've got to get rid of Trump, you've got to do what it takes because, you know, the American people don't know what they're doing. So, you know, it's not fair. You know, you don't need to be fair. There's no sense of fairness at all.
0: Yeah, screw the First Amendment, we'll censor. Screw the uh, Martin Luther King's nonviolence, we'll we'll crush skulls. Screw uh, we won't uh, clog up streets. No, we'll do Antifa rallies and block freeways.
1: Right, give them room to destroy, right? Same same sort of thing. And then they're so surprised that one of their own might be engaging in these mass killings. Now, I, I agree with the Trump administration. And many of our conservative fellow commentators that you know these people are nuts, uh, and some of them uh, may adopt a conservative ideology that you cannot in fact blame Trump or anybody on the conservative side for any mass killings, and likewise you you can't truly blame anybody but if you between the two the the message that's being sent that it's okay to kill or that it's not so bad. it's clearly the left is the one sending that signal
0: yeah and and they've never and we've talked about before on this this podcast and you've talked about on the sunday radio show if you go back to the obama years and even before obama to the pelosi and uh harry reid years when they took control uh, you know i'll even go back to the al gore george bush the w bush Election, you know, the hanging Chad scandal. Going back there, that's where I really noticed. I'm sure it happened before. There was never an effort by the lefty, loony, wrongist, tyrannical authoritarians to ever calm down their base. There was never, they would throw these napalm filled rhetorical weapons out into the public. Violence would happen, usually against conservatives. And they would never say to people, hey, everyone, calm down. Please calm down. And, uh, you know, you, you go to Obama, uh, you know, bring a knife to a gunfight, put their boot on their necks. You know, uh, Joe Biden, they want to put you all back in chains.
1: American built on the backs of slavery.
0: Yeah, American built on the backs of slavery. All the way to, you know, Snooky Cortez, a.k.a. AOC, and this this group of absolutely I'll use the term deplorable 25 Democrat presidential candidates who try to out napalm, rhetorical napalm each other. And there's never anyone standing out and saying, hey, everyone, just so you know. And I just love this term. Um, Hey, everyone, everything's going to be fine. Let's all calm down. Just realize this is just an election for who's going to be president for 48 years. Nothing more. So can we not hurt each other, please? Right. Right, and, and, and contrary to what they say Trump has never inflamed his public He's taken on the media directly For being the vile liars They are And he's called um, you know, the, uh, the NFL kneelers Son of a bitches But he never actually calls for violence Against anyone
1: There's a great U2 song um, And I think it comes from the album um, uh, Line on the Horizon And The line is, you're playing with the fire until the fire plays with you. And there's some great wisdom to that. Yeah, Fire seems cool. Fire seems awesome. It's got tremendous energy and beauty in its own way. But it can get out of control very quickly if we don't know how to contain it. And so it is with the Democrat Party. They are playing with a fire. A fire which they think will benefit them, such as saying that America is a inherently racist country, built on the backs of slavery. Whatever success we have today, is only the product of slaves uh, and slavery, and of course racism. Um, where do you think this is going to go, my friends? If not lead, well, you know, you you how do you contain that? How can you possibly contain that? You, you spread this lie, but you spread this notion that people here in America, and all of its history, and if its whole mantra, its whole, all of its institutions, particularly capitalism, is inherently racist, and then you expect people to go about their days in a happy-go-lucky way? Uh, how do you expect that to happen? Well, why would you not be surprised that people would be shouting in the streets and trying to burn down buildings?
0: Yeah, it'd have the a total chaos of right. the and riots. And have a sense place. of
1: justification about it. Yeah. Aren't you just doing that? So playing with the fire until the fire plays with you.
0: Yeah, and that goes, interestingly enough, to the, the first point that I asked you about signs of God. Just before we talked about, uh, talked about this, I made a remark to you about how, isn't it, the real sign that God is there When you go through life and you see everything's Okay every day in a civil society right. Isn't that the ultimate miracle Because civil society Is the great exception to the chaotic Rule that Basically is the natural state of things Right he, he, In human life, in human societies worldwide And elsewhere where right. life doesn't Exist, chaos, violence You know it, Um uh, sorry that. Uh, inhospitable condi- conditions, and here they are taking the real proof that God is right there, meaning the social construct of civility, undermining it, and then going, uh, "Where's God?" Right. Sorry, everyone. That's, uh, I have this new thing. It's really cool. You'll want one. I have a dash cam that notifies me anytime anyone gets in my car. So my wife is just getting in my car. So there's no way of turning that off. That's my phone is on That's super exciting, silence. Ari. I'm glad you yeah. brought that in. So just so you know if you hear that, that prof- it just means my wife is yes. safely getting into a car. That's,
1: that's great. That does not in, in any way yeah. undermine the professionalism of the show. No, Go. it doesn't. Yeah. Yeah. So,
0: uh, it, you know, uh, here, let me now lie. Uh, okay. Those are comments from um, our different listeners,
1: you know, coming in. Lots of comments. Same. I love that. I love it. Useful. Great point. Tell, tell me more about the product that you just advertised right. for free. All right. Yeah. Um, look, the, the, the amazing thing about the shootings as such, you know, we could talk about it as a recent thing. Of course, the shootings are not recent. I mean, I, the specific shootings are recent, but the fact that we've, we've had mass shootings is that part is not new, which is certainly a sad issue. The question is, why are they happening? Um, you know, part of the, the reason why they're happening is because the media covers it. They want the, the shooters themselves want the notoriety, but nevertheless, it's been happening for decades, uh, probably with the same amount of frequency. But to the extent that they've happened more frequently, let's say since the nineteen fifties and sixties just to use a random time period. Let's assume that's the case, right? So, so why is that? Right?
0: Okay, let, let's go with it. So you're asking the question you would ask as Barack Lurie says, because the questions are more important than the answers, answers. is, uh, what changed?
1: What changed, right? Yeah. Is it, I mean, surely there were guns that were automatic weapons in the 50s and 60s. So the, the, the ability of some mass shooter to do mass shooting was there, right? right. So,
0: and there were no gun control laws, so people who wanted to carry concealed carried concealed, and there were no metal detectors, so, so people who carried concealed were went undetected. So, like and for the, some reason, there weren't mass shootings
1: everywhere. So, like the lawyer in The Simpsons, well, I'm confused, Mister Simpson. You know, and I'll say, I'm confused. I don't get it. It's uh, <laughs> a nasally guy. Yeah. Um, you know that? was it that? There were assault weapons and automatic weapons back then, and we didn't see as many killings then. How do you square that circle?
0: Yeah, and right. guns in school, since kids would just drive into a school with a pickup and have the shotgun on a gun rack loaded right. for anyone to take on the pickup truck to go hunting after school, never, never a problem.
1: I wonder why. I wonder why. Could there be something other than the existence of the guns themselves, that might explain this befuddling uh, conundrum. Barack. Barack, I I might have it
0: here. (laughs) Are you saying that when they implemented God control,
1: it suddenly required them to implement gun control? (laughs) Right. Exactly right. Well, when you take God out out of the picture, then certainly, I mean, that's all you're left with. If you insist that there is no God... And that not only that there's no God, but you may not even teach the possibility that there is a God, and then you expect people to, to not look at other sources to stop the the, the, the mayhem. It's like, it's like saying you have a big flooding problem, right? And you don't, and, of course, and the flooding, of course, is happening inside the walls somewhere, right? There's a big leak there, but all you see is that the flooding is coming through the walls. Right, let's say from a ceiling above you So you say, problem solved I'm just going to keep on patching that, that ceiling No, the problem is not solved the, the problem is inside the wall itself And you need to get in there And figure out that this is the reason why They don't, they don't want to see that Because it's, it hurts too much They'd rather have these massive killings Ari Than accept or realize That there is a God.
0: Oh, I would go further than that. They would rather accept and proliferate these massive killings because they can use it for their political advantage. And they do because they're dishonest. It gives them wall-to-wall coverage that they love. Right. They actually love seeing Americans dead. As much as they uh, you know wail about it, trust me, they're happy, especially when a conservative American is killed by a mass shooter uh, or any shooter. Right. They certainly don't cover the the greater number of, of deaths in a place like Chicago where the uh, where the um, shootings are done point to point rather than in right. batch in a, yeah. <laughs> right
1: spray, spray format yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: wouldn't that be a better way to call them instead of mass shootings batch shootings? You
1: know, yeah, whatever. Uh, right? the, the,
0: the, but but you know, the, don't give me that. The media is, has, back in the Walter Cronkite days, because Walter seemed like an okay guy, there was at least the veneer that perhaps this is just our weird perception and not actual bias or manipulation. But the media is so far gone now, so dishonest, so corrupt. Um,
1: well, well, for example, just to use your point on the Dayton shootings versus the El Paso shootings. So the El Paso shootings, they got wind that the shooter uh, may have been a Trump supporter. Not clear, but maybe. Uh, and so therefore, look, Trump's hate-filled rhetoric led to this shooting spree, and we must stop. Yeah, see, And he- Trump is therefore to blame. Right. Uh, and, of course, not talking about the Dayton shooter, who who's liberal bona fides, leftist bona fides were far greater. A big Elizabeth Warren fan, a big Bernie fan, a big socialism fan, a big uh, Antifa fan, uh, hated America. and uh, That was very clear. They, they, The media did not talk about that whatsoever. Yeah. Why and, would they?
0: and a Satanist. Yeah, that uh, that's right. No, yes. no
1: big deal there. And then the New York Times puts out a headline, a correct headline, by the way, when they're describing... Trump's, summarizing Trump's speech uh, after the Dayton and uh, El Paso shootings, saying, uh, Trump, colon, unity against versus racism.
0: I think the headline was, Trump, colon, calls for unity in speech. No, so,
1: no, uh, no, that, no, 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 no. It was, was it? it was unity versus racism.
0: Unity versus racism. Okay. And so,
1: which is a very fair statement. He, he said, we, we we need unity. We cannot be racist. Worse to that effect, which right. is a very fair. Which is thing. what he
0: did say. Yes, right.
1: the, the the liberal uh, subscribership of the New York Times got so bent out of shape about this that they demanded a change in the in the title, even though it was accurate, uh, or they would drop their subscri- subscriptions. Ugh, subscriptions en masse Yeah, that's that was their threat.
0: Yeah, based on your surgery, if you have a word like subscription, I can. That's (laughs) one I'll help you with that one.
1: Anything longer than uh, three syllables, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. Um, So that that was telling, right? It's the the the, the, talk about playing with a fire until the the fire plays with you. I mean, the New York Times is no conservative bastion, right? I mean, it's it's as liberal as they get. But even they got chastised.
0: Yeah, and also think of the irony. Uh, You buy a book. Like Atheism Kills, or Rise of the Sex Machines, written by a guy I know, <laughs> because you like the author and you like what you may find in the book. But newspapers don't play that role. A newspaper's job is to tell you the day's news. Right. So, who the hell do the subscribers of the New York Times think they are right. telling a newspaper, I don't want to hear that news, change it?
1: Right. Right. I don't, want to, I, I don't want to hear the news that is the way you portray it, at the very least, because it might l- make Trump look acceptable. Right. You need, you need to make sure that every time you talk about Trump, that he looks like a devil. And, uh, and not, only, not only that, but a fat devil at that.
0: And he ate ice cream, second scoop. Right. He uh, had Kentucky Fried Chicken, and he ate it with his fingers. Right. Probably chewed with his mouth open. Right. And didn't wash his hands before he finished his Kentucky fried chicken, sat down on the couch and picked up the remote control of the TV.
1: While reaffirming that he loves Nazis.
0: Mm-hmm. Right. And they're yes. good
1: people on, on both sides of the equation.
0: Right. While he's talking to his orthodox <laughs> right. Jewish
1: grandchildren. Right. Yeah. So uh, anyway, it's it's absurd. So the media is, is the media. We yeah. the good news is most people understand that the media is not to be trusted. That they they figured it out. Yeah. And I, I'm, I'm, of course, pleased that people are figuring this out. They, they are going to their own sources and such. Um, it, uh, they, they like to control it, um, but I think with very few exceptions now, um, people don't just go to one source for their news like they used to. Very few people get all their information only from the New York Times, only from the Washington Post, or only from Fox News, for that matter. There's many different sources that they get. And they can see that things are not jiving They also hear from Facebook and otherwise That there are arguments by the other side And even if they don't read the arguments from the other sides They may very well They they understand that there are arguments by the other side And more importantly, that there is another side to the issue
0: Yeah, there isn't just a single narrative of all things Right. We aren't at a narrative singularity yet right we're on our way to that way with bathrooms but not with right. narratives
1: good, good point yeah
0: but, so, but my my overall point is based on the media behavior it's no matter how much they uh, you, you hear their wailing lamentations when tragedy strikes you know they love it based on how they comport themselves uh, uh, for, for
1: sure what they do love they, because they see it as an opportunity first of all an opportunity to demand for gun control, because it, right. it, you know, now will you be for gun control? Yeah. Now, now. As, as if somehow they prove proven something to me, right? Like, if, if God forbid, there was a uh, a killing spree of, of 200 people dead in some sort of stadium, again, God forbid, uh, no doubt I would get a lot of comments from my Facebook lefty friends saying, Barack, surely you must be for gun control now. Now, yes. And, you know, you could like, as if somehow they, 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 they're... They know this, that the guns, you know, it turns out guns kill people, Barack. Don't you know that? Yeah. And as if that's our, our issue, right? Like we're, we're agreeable to a certain number of people dying uh, because because of the pres- because we need our guns so much. That's the quid pro quo, you see. And that's the reason why. Because guns pill, kill people. But that, that accepts their narrative that the guns are the ones that are killing people, not values or the lack of values killing people. That's what we're arguing today. That's it. And I, I, it's so frustrating um, to see people do this. But they see that opportunity. So that's opportunity number one, <clears throat> to advance the cause for gun control, whatever that might mean. Uh, and the second one is an opportunity to—and they can't wait. They can't wait, Ari, to look into the background of the shooter and to hopefully, God willing— Find out that the Trump shooter, uh, the the, uh, the the gun shooter, somehow read a a great speech from Trump. In fact, he was at a speech from Trump, and he felt motivated by Trump, and then he wrote an email to that effect or a, a post to that effect. And that he, that would be that. Yeah. What, what's the that the what's the word that the Holy Grail. The Holy Grail. They would love that. Especially,
0: oh, I know what they want. They want to look in his Amazon account and see that he recently downloaded <laughs> The Art of the Deal. Right? Right,
1: right,
0: right. <laughs> he, he read Trump's book on real estate and yeah. now he's people are
1: dead. Yeah. <laughs> right. Or, or Deep State or whatever. Yeah. You know, that's a. Uh, or the, the the Greg Jarrett book, you know, about. Yeah,
0: the Russia hoax.
1: Yeah, I mean, yeah. and the new one recently. Yeah. He's, he's really great.
0: He watched Sean Hannity, and now he's killed people. And it's interesting what you said about the this principle of, and now, Barack, do you finally? Yeah. Because look how that, what, what separates us besides our affinity for God is that we have unshakable principles. Let me repeat that again for you, lefty loony wrongists out there. Unshakable principles, meaning free speech, free religion, free press, free right of assembly, free redress of grievances, are not negotiable. Right. We don't change them no matter what happens. Right. Second Amendment, right to keep and bear arms, so that we can be the regulating force on the aggregate militias controlled by whoever is in elected office is not a changeable principle. It's permanent right? So we're not going to shake our principles Jerks Meanwhile you people Yes you people who have no principles Are willing to have Safe legal and rare abortions Up to five years after the baby Is born in some cases
1: Right that's weird
0: uh, You You have no principles And you're going to pretend you have principles Only when you want us to abandon ours Not going to
1: happen So let me wrap it up this way I have yet to see a correlation, a graph, for example, where somebody showed me the existence and the rise of the availability of assault weapons and the increase in the mass shootings. Okay? I've yet to see that. Um, What I have seen, however, is a correlation between the decrease in the teaching of God and God's values and the increase in mass shootings. That is 100% correlation. That's not necessarily causation, but there's certainly, it's a big starting point. I tell you, I take it to you, that it is the values that have diminished, that we've just talked about throughout this podcast, that have led to a world where Crazy people, admittedly, crazy people, have felt emboldened to the point where they think it's okay to do to engage these engage in these mass shootings, or at the very least, have so lacked purpose that they felt it's okay to engage in these mass shootings. I'm Brock Lurie. Thanks for listening, and we'll talk with you next week.